If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. everyone, you're listening to the Holistic Navigator Podcast, where we talk about all things holistic health and believe in the body's ability to heal itself if it's given the proper nutrients and care it deserves. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you're having a great week so far. I'm Brian Strickland, the producer of the show, and here with me in the studio, as always, is the host of the show, Mr. Ed Jones. Ed, how are you doing today? I'm doing great because if you've heard me before, you know I look very forward to these podcasts. In fact, we've got probably 46 under our belt. We are going to continue these until until the end of time or at least Ed's time. And I got some exciting ones coming up, one of which is something I'm doing right now called blood flow restriction training, all off on a different path than we normally talk about. But here I am ready to rock and roll. Awesome. Well, folks, today we're going to be talking about an issue that affects millions of children and adults, and we've seen an exponential increase in the diagnosis in the last decade or two. ADD and ADHD are now commonplace terms in our culture, schools, and homes, and treatment mostly centers on behavior therapy and medications. But for those who are interested in a more holistic approach and a nutrient-based approach, this episode is for you. So, Ed, why don't we begin this conversation by talking a little bit about why ADD and ADHD have become so prevalent in the last decade or two, and then differentiate between the two with some of the symptoms that are included. Thank you, Brian. And yes, I have had the pleasure and gift of observing and helping to educate people along their journey on health for 40 plus years since 1979. People have shared so much with me, and I've observed and connected the dots. There was nothing like this in the 80s and 90s as far as the diagnosis of ADHD and ADD. In fact, right now, 7 to 11% of all kids are diagnosed with this disorder. And you know, it's not like uh, a lot of other diagnoses. This one can linger with you for a long time and cause negative consequences as far as being hired later on perhaps uh, insurance, blank, blank, blank. And the thing is, you know, here we are again, falling back into the conventional type of process, which, you know, isn't really looking for the causes. It's treating the symptoms. And, you know, I'm not going to spend much time actually digging too deep into the major differences between ADHD, which ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder and an ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder. You know, uh, one has certainly a more uh, outward physical uh, expressions than the other. Both seems to focus, of course, on the inability to process, stay focused, and sometimes have things like anxiety and really uh, stress causes disruption in both of these diagnoses. However, I will say I'm completely convinced 
We have created this disorder at least 90% of the time by society, foods, environment, toxins, and, and, and. And so that's, if that's the case, then I think we have as our duty to our loved ones and our children to learn how to process and perhaps put a plan in action that isn't really all about giving amphetamines. I don't know. Uh, giving amphetamines to my child doesn't feel real comfortable. But I will say this. I have a plan. If you listen to me today for the next 30 minutes, I am going to give you a three-step plan that's going to, if you will hang in there with it, will be amazing for the majority of people who are choosing not to follow the path of drug therapy. I am going to say early on again, as you say, as we print, we are not here to diagnose or treat your child with any medical disorders. This is just simply education. And if you take it any other way, you are making a grave mistake because it's not meant to be. I do recommend that you follow up and get advice from healthcare practitioners. However, you must choose those carefully because the conventional uh, programming within those people will poo-poo all of what I'm about to say. So you have to be a brave soul. I also will say that at most 25% of the parents who is listening to this will be successful. Why is that? Because you've got to be fully informed. That means learning that's not something that's real comfortable in a lot of people today. Secondly, you have to be persistent and trusting that the process of healing the body is going to work. And then thirdly, you have to be brave because the people sometimes in your family, in your medical community are not going to be having your back. But if you believe in a certain philosophy, as I do, that the body has the ability to heal itself and balance if we give it what it needs and remove what is harming it, then you're on board. You know, I did uh, looking at some numbers of some other countries. The ADHD is not just here. It is in other countries. But of course, we know that, you know, the McDonald's syndrome has spread itself throughout almost every place on this earth, which is, you know, less quality food. But in Belize, there's only 3,300 people that have uh, diagnosed now. It is a small country. France, 733,000. Uh, Belgium, 125,000. Denmark, 63,000. United States, uh, close to 4 million. Now, yes, we are a bigger country, but still percentage-wise, it is crazy. Now, let's get into this. Have you ever used one of those uh, flat tire inflators when your tire went down? Have you ever used one, Brian? I have an emergency. I definitely have. Yeah. And I have two. And I think most people who've driven for years and years if you have one, they really, really help when you're in a crisis. But you know how they work. They're great. But they pump air in and they have glue, a type of glue that tends to seal the leak. This is exactly what conventional approaches are doing for ADD and ADHD. They are buying time. They are making the machine work and the tire roll down the road. But how long will that last? We would never put that tire can in and not go get it checked and fix what's wrong with it. We wouldn't just trust that that glue is going to hold out. Well, that's not what most people are getting in the world today. They are getting the amphetamines and mainly Ritalin. You know Ritalin is a class 2 narcotic, and it has significant 
negative effects, one of which is losing weight because it kills the appetite. Yes, does it focus the brain? Absolutely it does. How many people I know who are in, you know, college and especially some very tough uh, industries like dentistry and medical and many others, they have to take it because the competitive advantage of having it is is necessary to be a super focuser. Well, you know, the analogy, if we in this country, the medical field, did with athletes the same way they think they're doing with uh, ADD, ADHD, well, it would make sense. Well, let's give all the high school kids steroids because we want them to perform better. But that doesn't make sense. We know there's harmful effects to that. So we certainly don't try, but we don't seem to get it with this ADHD thing. My sister's been teaching school for 50 plus years. She says constantly in her 50 years of teaching, she's seen no more than 12 kids who have ADHD. Yeah, only 12 in 50 years. No, there are other things going on. Now, they're labeled that because it makes it easy to diagnose, code and prescribe. But that's not what you want for your children if you're interested in holistic and life and health. All right, I've got a plan for you people, okay? Again, not treating your kid. You take this as you want. It's education only. I call it the Vernon Method. Imagine that you are going to put a stool together for your wife, and it has three legs on it. We know very, very well that if you only put one or two on, it simply won't function That's the way my plan called the Vernon Method is also. I've got three steps. These three steps will take somewhere between three to six months to accomplish. But the reason I am confident in this is because I've seen it work. I've seen it work for the past 20 years if people will embrace it. Again, most won't, but if you will, it will be a game changer for those who are wise enough to know that these drugs are not conducive to health on any level. Step one, month one. I want to explain something. Anyone who's ever smoked cigarettes or been around people, you know the absolute uh, driving force that that person who smokes has for nicotine. I mean, it is enough to kind of drive them crazy if they don't get their fix. Well, your child has the same exact almost mechanism for carbohydrates. Yes, carbohydrates. What are carbohydrates? Rice, pasta, bread, cereal, cookies, candy, sweets, fruit juice. All those are just straight carbs. Nothing wrong with them in modest amounts. But adults and children who have a real issue with ADHD and ADD, their brain can't function because, see, the carbs are giving the brain neurons a quick spark. And that spark doesn't last long. That's why they keep having to do it. But it does give them this sense of relief for a period of time. Now, if I'm going to ask someone to quit smoking, uh, but I'm going to give them nicotine, uh, it doesn't really fix the issue too much because we have to do more than that. And to give a kid Ritalin, but not fix the underlying issues is the same exact thing. So here's my step one that I have learned from experience because I want to make this as It's not ever going to be easy, people, but I want to make it as workable as you can. And no one usually can dump a whole protocol onto a five-year-old to a 20-year-old and expect it to stick. So I'm doing this in three steps. 
The first one's pretty dang easy. The breakfast alone has to change. I'm only going to ask you to do two things for the next month. Breakfast has to be made up of protein and healthy fats and less than 10 carbs. Yes, the way you do that is quit eating them. Just forget it. It's not going to work on Monday through Friday school days. Weekends, you might do it, not pull it off with the, with the eggs and the other healthy foods and hopefully avocados and blank, blank, blank. But I learned about four years ago, just for myself, that it was a useless uh, maze trying to figure out every day the kind of foods that would meet my needs that give me the energy I want, the brain focus I want, the lowering of body fat for me and as an adult, uh, and keeping the blood lipids. Everything I wanted had to come from starting my breakfast with a low-carb breakfast, but a healthy one, not the old Atkins stuff, people. So what you're going to do is you have to find the products that meet your needs that will be a protein mix, and you're going to add uh, about a tablespoon of coconut oil into that. You're going to mix this with unsweetened almond milk, or you can mix it with cold water in something like a Nutribullet. And you're going to do this every single morning because what's going to happen is the child at first is going to say, and because you can make this taste really good, they're going to kind of go for it. But when the brain starts disconnecting, they're going to start having these withdrawals a little bit from the carbs until lunch. You're not going to worry about the lunch and supper at this point. We're just trying to fix it early on because here is a bullet point. I have learned from 40 years, if you start the day correctly for brain chemistry, you have some room for making some mistakes. If you start the day wrong, you are toast, people. It doesn't matter how good you do at lunch and supper and at snacks. It won't matter. You've already skewed the whole system by starting it incorrectly. And breakfast seems to be the most potent influencer of brain chemistry. Now, I'm a huge fan of keto drinks. I use two or three different brands that I trust. It makes life easy. It has the amount of calories that keeps me full. It already has a good amount of fat. I still think you need a little bit more coconut oil. Um, I mean, I'm going to put a plug in for our number one sponsor who is extremely reliable for vetting and having the right products and removing everything that you would ever worry about is NutritionW.com. They have online ordering. You can pick your products on there, but I do love the keto mixes because they taste fantastic. Not all proteins do. I have not had a bad keto uh, flavor at this point, so I would recommend a keto. Small amounts of coconut oil every single day. Weekends, fix them some eggs, some healthy bacon, some sausage. Again, 10 carbs or less. Second part of this first month process, I'm only asking you to do two things. The drink, and secondly, is omega-3s. Half of our brains are consisting of these fats called omega-3s. I have looked at enough blood work of, of not five-year-olds, but 12-year-olds to 20. The level of omega-3 is on E for empty. And this is one reason we're having this disconnect in the brain neurons. This is the reason we can't focus, some of which. This is why it will never be fixed by patching it if you don't address the underlying reasons. And this is a significant one. But how many times has your physician said, let's test our, your child for omega-3 levels? 
None. Zero zilch. I can assure you of that. If they did and they learned it, they would start seeing it differently. But they're not taught about this. It's not their fault. It truly isn't. The medical system is broken, but these are not broken people. They're good people with good intentions. They just came out of a school that tended to uh, lock them into a box as far as thinking. But that's not your fault, people. You take hold of the situation. It's your children. All right. So we've covered the first month. You're going to do a keto and or protein and high fat drink Monday through Friday. If the your child comes back and says, I just wasn't full till lunch. I want you to start shopping for keto snacks. Quit looking too much at numbers. Just buy a keto snack. Find some that he or she will like because that will uh, suffice until lunch. And for the first month, don't even talk about what they eat for lunch. Let them do what they want. We're trying to fill the brain with omega-3s and cut the addictive quality of, of the carbohydrates. Now, how much omega-3? I can't tell you how much. But number one is there is no danger to excessive amounts. If they drank a whole bottle of oil, they'll have a loose stool. This isn't like a drug, but I do use the range of 700 to 2,000 milligrams of the active ingredient called EPA DHA. If they can swallow pills, it's easy. Good brands would require two to three pills, maybe four. Uh, I am a big fan, and I rarely mention brands, but Barlene's makes a liquid Omega-3, that is is unbelievable tasting. In fact, on the label, it says Seriously Delicious by Barlene. So that is the brand for kids who cannot take pills. It's the only brand I would recommend. All right, we got you one month under our belts now. I can assure you in one month, you're going to see modest improvement. And then some days that are probably looking like it's no different. But this is setting the stage for the true results that will come in the next 60 to 90 days. All right, you ready for step two? Step two, month two. I want you to incorporate the following natural options to accelerate the focus of their brains. We have to get them to a point where the teachers, the schoolwork, the home life is starting to improve using things that do not have uh, significant side effects. And that there's, you know, there's a lot of talking about people's opinions and such. I have opinions, but also have a vast amount of experience knowing what works. Well, saffron is the number one on the list What that needs to be talked about. Saffron in a study that was done by the Journal of Child and Adolescent Psychopharmacology, February 11th, 2019, was the latest study. And that's where they randomly assigned uh, children to receive either 20 to 30 milligrams of Ritalin or a dose of saffron capsules. Guess what, people? The treatments worked equally well. And changes in teacher and parent ADHD rating scales scored statistically the same. Boy, that is exciting. Exciting. Again, don't use these as a patch. We want to fix the whole machine. So don't just go in and do saffron. Adult, uh, the adult dose of saffron in the morning is 80 milligrams. I take it every day and I, I do have some ADD. There's no doubt. I don't think, I think many entrepreneurs do. Uh, being a pilot, it helps because multitasking, I don't know, it seems to work a little bit, but also in not having to be in school and pass all these hard tests. All right, saffron, dose in the morning, 
every single day. And again, I'm not treating your kid, but if you want to do it, give them saffron. It's just a spice, people. These are foods, foods that are medicines. Do you know that 80% of the world still uses botanical medicines instead of medication? 80%. Why is that? Safety and cost. That's why. Number two, grape seed extract. I've been recommending this for as long as a person has been asking me questions, which has been a long time. It's just I didn't recommend it often back in the 80s, but there was still some. But every few years, it continued to grow in popularity. Grapeseed extract, people, get a good quality brand as you need to do with everything. But here's the magic of grapeseed. You want to hit one milligram per pound of body weight. Your kid weighs 100 pounds, you're going to be doing 100 milligrams in split dose, half in the morning when they go to school and the other half when they get home. I have had more positive feedback from teachers and principals on this one product than anything in this whole storyline of ADHD in 40 plus years. Grape seed extract. How do we get it down a child who isn't able to swallow? It's a slight challenge because when you pull the capsule apart, it is not good tasting. Uh, Everyone has to find their own journey on that. I would recommend applesauce opening using the 50 milligram on it and just somehow making it happen. Thirdly, vitamin D. So important for so many reasons, including the future health of your child. But it has some very impressive uh, effects on brain stabilizing. It is actually not even a vitamin. It's a hormone. And again, many of us are very deficient because why? We wear suntan lotion. It blocks the ability to convert the sun to vitamin D. Now, um, 2,000 to 5,000 units is the average amount. You can do this easily with drops. They won't even know it's in their drink. You can use two drops. We'll give 4,000 units on some of the brands. So, That one's easy. And if you want to get a a blood test on any of these things, if your child's going to the doctor and having to get a blood test for something else, please insist they add vitamin D on as long as you're not going to be charged exorbitant amounts. Check that price, people because they don't like you doing this because you can now order all your blood tests online and go down to a lab. But I don't like asking five to 12 year olds to do this. But if they're already getting poked, make sure you get a vitamin D test and you want it about 50 nanograms in order to be optimally healthy. All right, people, we've done the first month. We've done the second month. The third month is one that will be probably the more difficult one. We're going to add a couple more things to the supplement protocol, but we're also going to have to address environment and more of the food issues. I want to say that, number one, we know and it is so convincing to me that the gut integrity and health is directly linked to all of us in regard to brain function. In fact, they call the gut the second brain because more than 60% of our brain activity and chemicals are produced in the intestinal linings. Well, guess what? It's doing a poor job today because of our terribly toxic world, our foods, our antibiotics. I mean, almost every food you eat is going to have an antibiotic on it because now they're spraying Roundup, of course, on almost everything. And that is an antibiotic, people. 
That's why if you can do it, and I'm not expecting perfection, you do not have to live in a cave to make this happen. We just have to tip the scale so that you have enough good uh, health for your child brain-wise to function and be good, as good as they want to be in school. So we start. We got to start looking at foods. We got to clean up some of the parts of this food uh, conversation, like red and blue dyes will trigger a child like crazy in some cases. They can be halfway just perfectly functioning and kind of calm and doing happy on even on a trip. You give them red or blue dye, it within three minutes can send the brain chemistry off on a tangent that will take hours or days to calm back down. It's banned in Europe. It's banned in many of the countries who understand this connection. So we got to start talking about gut health. Probiotics need to be introduced on the third month. That's this month. And I did a wonderful podcast with Brenda Watson on the Holistic Navigator that explains more about the purpose and how to implant these guys. Don't think you can just run into your major department store, grab you a bottle, and it's all okay. You can do that with vitamin C, people. You cannot do it with the complexity of probiotics because there's hundreds of these guys And how do you know you're getting the one for brain activity rather than the one to help stop constipation? You don't. Or to stop a UTI or or treat vaginal infection. You don't. So let's be informed. I know this is a big word. The two things you need to look for, lactobacillus rhamnosus, that's lactobacillus rhamnosus with an R, and bifidobacterium longum. Those need to be in whatever probiotic you give your child because they will help to normalize anxiety. That was found in the Journal of Neurogastroenterology. Now, here's my bullet point that you don't hear anywhere else. Once a child hits about six years old, they are switching to adult versions of probiotics. Give up on the children's stuff, people. I mean, if they're under five or six, yes, some is better than none. Most children's probiotics are worthless because, number one, they're being, if you're ordering them, they're being shipped in summer heat most of the time. They don't have cold packs, and they will be pretty much dead by the time you get them. So utilize different methods to do that. Secondly, even though the bottle can't list it, I'm telling you that I am very comfortable, which I was, giving my child the adult version starting at six. Now, does that mean they might have gas and might have a loose stool? They might. It's not harming them. It's recreating a healthy microbiome. That is the family that we have to have that has our back. And if you don't have these pounds of good bacteria, pounds of these uh, little troopers within us, well, guess what is in us? It's the people and the other microbiomes that are not our friends that'll weaken our immune system and weaken our brain activity. And we have to keep re-implanting these because we live in a toxic world. We didn't have to do this back in the 1800s. And I'm not saying I want to go back there, but we didn't have anything that was killing it. And we were eating more raw foods and blank, blank, blank. So lactobacillus rhamnosus and bifidobacterium longum have to be two of whatever you purchase uh, and so Holistic Navigator, Brenda Watson, listen to that if you want to really know. Next, multivitamin. All of the B vitamins and other things like cop, uh, like zinc and some of the minor minerals play a huge role within producing healthy 
brain chemicals and physical chemicals. The thing is, most multivitamins contain folic acid. Do not purchase or give your child folic acid. I'm not getting into it right now, but there's a gene called MTHFR. That folic acid um, uh, contributes to the negative effects of this gene. And what we want to see on a bottle is methylfolate. Methylfolate or food-grown folic acid. Folic is synthetic. Methylfolate is from food, and it will not activate the MTHFR. Uh, And, you know, everything here I'm speaking about is actually not to treat anything. It's here to balance and heal the body. That's why we were put on this earth. It was put here. We got really cool bodies they can self-regulate, but they need help. And they especially need help if we're, if we're going through toxic lands like we are in this country. So if you can institute the step one, step two, and then here on the step three, again, the devil's in the details. Well, okay, what kind of multivitamin? Uh, uh, you know, you can choose gummies if they can't swallow, which is fine, actually, because now there's a few companies that are making gummies that that we really approve of. And they do taste pretty good, and they do have methylfolate or a non-folic acid derivative. So those are workable if you can. We, we get those in there, and then the magic will start to happen. As everything switches and balances and finds a rhythm, you're going to be amazed, but that doesn't mean that you will have perfect days. You wouldn't have perfect days on Ritalin, so don't expect that. But you got to have what I call an emergency toolkit. That emergency toolkit is for the tough days, the days where there's more stress. Maybe he or she didn't sleep well. Maybe they went to a birthday party and they had the cake that had the red dyes in it. You know, again, we're not living in a perfect world. We have to shoot for the 80% of it being good. But they're having a tough, tough time. So here's the toolkit. Essential oils to me are magical. They're actually the blood of a plant and it's in the plant in order to protect it from different diseases. So it's potent, potent medicine. There is a brand of essential oils, which I don't trust most, called Pranarom. It is actually prescription in France. It is approved by the medical fields in that country to be prescribed. It's tested to have every single component necessary that the plant originally had. I know of no other brand that has gone to the level of Pranarom. Now, one of the oils in there that is called uh, vetiver, vetiver essential oil, was researched by the Journal of Ethnopharmacology that showed that it is carried to the limbic system of the brain and it works on how it processes information. So we're having a tough day. We can't focus. The, uh, you can actually send this like an emergency kit with your child to school if they're old enough. And what will they do? They can just open the bottle and smell it, or they can put a couple drops on their wrist. That's what I love to do. Now, some oils you can't do that with, and some sensitive skins, you have to mix other oils. But generally, and you learn and test it out, this one seems to be very gentle with two drops on the wrist. And it will within minutes, believe it or not. I did this, Brian, before I walked down here. I put some of my wrist. Mm, it has. It is actually called Indian grass, and it has a grass smell to it. Mm. Have you ever smelled vetiver? 
No, that's a first on me. Okay. Well, I'm not going to let you smell my wrist. You can, <laughs> you can smell the bottle. Yeah, I'd rather not. Yeah. So Pranarom, make sure you get a really good brand. There's only two or three really good brands in the country. Lang Lang is the other essential oil for relaxing. And frankincense is number three. Lavender is number four. And for outburst, lemon. Believe it or not, lemon. Now, could you squeeze a lemon on your wrist and smell it? You could. It won't be as potent because it's not the oil, because it takes a lot of lemons to make two drops of oil, but it can work in a pinch if you're at a restaurant. So what you want is have a toolkit with at least a couple of these oils, but vetiver is number one. And perhaps if they have an outburst issue, you'd want to get lemon. And then lastly, for your emergency kit is something I love, love, love. And I've spoke about it on my sleep remedy or sleep podcast. I've spoke about it on anxiety. I've spoke about it on many other topics is GABA. GABA is something already in our brains, but sometimes we don't have enough. We have enough. We are Mr. and Mrs. Cool because very little bothers us. It keeps the... Uh, brain from overreacting. It makes us feel pleasure. It, it maintains a very calm atmosphere. And I take it at night because, again, like I speak on my sleep podcast, most of us wake up middle of the night and our brain starts popping like cognitive popcorn. If I will take two of these, I'm back into the deep sleep in 25 minutes opposed to that light stuff. But the problem with GABA is it won't make it through the night, so it only lasts four hours. But if they can swallow pills, do the GABA. If not, there are chewable GABAs, people. So have these as your emergency toolkit. All right, people, I've got you down for three steps now. And I believe in most situations, this will be enough to see significant results that will allow you to not have to rely on drugs. However, we got one little bit of fine-tuning left. We got to talk further about how can you choose the healthier foods because there's such a difference of opinions. I have found this, if you will, Bing it. I'm talking about Bing.com instead of Google because Google has now uh, twisted its algorithm that says that nothing is going to be valid as far as nutrition unless it comes from Harvard. And it is literally a um, corrupt system that's going on. So you really can't look on Google as much as you did. Go to bing.com and type in bulletproof diet roadmap. This is what I follow, the bulletproof diet roadmap. And just print it off. If you will eat or your child will eat on the green line 80% of the time, the yellow line 20 or say 15%, the red line 5%, you will be vastly healthier. It gives you easy way to go out to eat or fix foods at home because it says very good, medium good, and very toxic. And you can actually fold it up or take a picture of it, put it on your phone. I recommend that highly for all of us, not just your children. And again, recognizing that gut health is the ultimate, probable, most significant thing that's causing ADHD, and none of your conventional people will recognize any of that. That means that, you know, constipation needs to be uh, not out of hand. It, and we certainly did a great podcast on that on Holistic Navigator. We have to think about the GMOs, which is the Roundup. We have to make sure that soft drinks are extremely minimized. Synthetic sweeteners are a huge no-no. Nutrisweet, sucralose, that will instantly disrupt the brain and when I say that, that doesn't mean that you're going to have your child drink it and see something like that happen. Many people think, well, diet's not affecting us because they 
you know, no matter what we change to, it's always the same. That's because it's so inundated in the body. You have to have a clean slate and then introduce the food to see the actual reaction. And it may be two minutes and it may be three hours before that. We have to lower the fast acting carbs. We have to also know that there could be a chance of mold in their bedroom. If you go to nutritionw.com and type in mold, you can see test kits that you can order that you can check their bedroom for like $23. If mold is a significant issue, you have to address that. Lastly, heavy metals, uh, things like mercury and lead. uh, You can test him with a saliva test kit through our Holistic Navigator website. Go on there under products, Thorn. Thorn is the name of the company. You can order a heavy metal test kit. And my very last comment, I know this is really off the deep end for people who have not heard this, but I did a podcast on breathing. I want you to watch your child. If they are mouth breathing during the day, please listen to my podcast on breathing because it disrupts brain chemistry. We should not be breathing through our mouth any more than we eat through our nose. That's what Dr. Buteco said, who invented this form of breathing called Buteco breathing. Wow, I have filled you up with probably way too much, but it had to be done to get all the steps in. I want everyone to know that I care about what I do. I believe in it, and I hope that I can... um, Help people like yourself if you have children, children or adults with ADHD, because the path we're on with Ritalin and drugs is only digging a deeper hole. So this is Ed with the Holistic Navigator and love all of you. Send an email if you have questions and look forward to many, many more of these exciting podcasts on health and learning. Have a great day. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen. 